0: the first selection Welcome
1: to the First Pick Podcast, National Thursday National Night Football Preview Edition. I'm your boy Vinny Goombats. I'm here with my man Big Kev. I got him as first time, long time. Kev, say what's up.
0: <laughs> what's up everybody? I'm in my car on the way to work. This is how the First Pick Podcast has to record this week. It's been a crazy week. My babe by the way, my baby's coming in ten days, everybody, so that's why ah. I've been crazy. Yeah, that's exciting, that's exciting. So uh you know, so I'll be in the car. We'll do it this way. I'm I'm the interviewee today and we'll get in the Thursday night preview. We'll hit you guys up with a preview for the for Sunday and then we go from there.
1: Yeah, man, listen, like Kev says this is how we gotta do it, but we wanna we wanna make sure we get something out for you for you guys and, and all the the loyal listeners, the the constant supporters, um, I feel the love when you guys hit us up and saying, "Hey, where's a new episode?" Because I, you know, I know you guys really want to hear something. So we're, you know, we're fighting through what we got to go through to get you guys something, and we enjoy doing it too. So we make it happen no matter how we do it. Kev's in the car, I'm on the toilet bowl. Whatever we got to do, we got to get it done. Right.
0: Uh, I agree. I agree.
1: So you guys know the deal. I got to get to the spiel. I'm your boy, Vinny Goombach. You can find me on Twitter, and Instagram at v i n n y g o o m b o t s. And you're listening to the First Pick Podcast. You can find us on all social media platforms Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The First Pick Pod. Kev, tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can listen. And let's get rolling on this Thursday night preview. At
0: BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. Spotify, Podcast, Addicts, Apple, iTunes, and Google Music. We appreciate it. Rate, review, and share. We like you said, I love it. We still we're still getting clicks. We have a very loyal group of you that always listen to us and give us our clicks. And we hopefully we can work on spreading that out. Keep telling people, share with us. Let's get to it, Vinny
1: Appreciate that, y'all. Thursday night preview, week fourteen, Kev. It begins tonight. I can't believe it, man. We got three weeks of of regular season football left. Um, We got three weeks. What? what, Two? Well, yeah. How many weeks we got left? Wait, am I saying that right? No. Well, of
0: of the season or fantasy.
1: So we got how many? So it's week 14. That means we got three weeks of regular season football left and then like real football, and then how many weeks we got? Three weeks of fantasy left, too, right? But that don't make no sense because fantasy only goes uh, to, to yeah, week sixteen. I think, well,
0: well, fantasy only goes up to week sixteen, week 17. So we have, I guess, this week of fantasy. This is the bye week. Yeah, so three weeks of fantasy, and I guess maybe four weeks of. And, uh, no, I think I think it's three and three, man. I think you're right.
1: That's it. Just it just sounds weird because the regular season goes seventeen weeks, but the fantasy football season only goes sixteen. And uh, right, shout out to anybody out there. Playing a 17 week fantasy season. I'm sorry that you're going through that because that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> um, I've, I've luckily, Kevin, all my years of fantasy, I've never played in a 17 week fantasy season because that would be that would be buffoonery.
0: Um, I agree, and then the first year I actually played, I did, and then I quickly realized how ridiculous that was, so since then, I never have, and I've been playing, what, fantasy for maybe, what, five, six years now, Yeah. so uh, since then, it's crazy to do that, you gotta stop at week 16, so because they're gonna rest, guys, you have your good teams who have locked stuff up, it makes no sense going into week 17.
1: Agreed, but let's dive into this Thursday night preview, the week 14 kickoff, America's team, Dallas Cowboys, 6-6. Six and six. Taking on the uh, Bears, Chicago Bears, also six and six. Two NFC foes going at it. Dallas minus three. Total in this game's forty-three and a half. Kev, what do you got?
0: My bad, bro. You're um, good. So when I looked at this, I'm like, man, they're both six and six. Is Dallas at home or are the Bears at
1: home? Uh, it is in Chicago.
0: It's in Chicago, man, because I know that Dallas has been pretty good at home, but away, I I, I don't think they're very good, man. But Mitch Trubisky's playing a little bit better here these days. The run game is still, it leaves a lot to be desired. Basically, if the Bears are going to come out and win games, Mitch Trubisky's going to have to throw touchdowns. And fortunately for them in the last game or two, he's been, well, a last game and a half, because that second half that he played, uh, the week before they played the Lions on Thanksgiving was decent, and then he played well versus the Lions. Andrew, uh, Andrew Miller had what eight catches for one forty, and then I also had I also had Allen Robinson, who also had a really good game. So he was slinging it pretty well, but it's also really easy to throw the football of the Detroit Lions. You know what I'm saying? Where are uh, if you can look up the rankings for me? Where, where is Dallas rated in pass defense?
1: Um, I will do that. While if you want to keep flapping your gums for me and uh, keep, I will, I will keep,
0: absolutely do that. Yeah, go ahead. So, and, and as, as I keep going on here, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Dak on the road in the cold in Chicago playing against a decent Chicago defense, and I get it. Chicago still ranked fourth or fifth in the league in total defense, so it's not like they're bad, but they haven't been dominant, and that's because they've had such a weak offense in a lot of ways. Because the offense have put them in such bad positions, they're getting the ball on their own side of the field, having only to defend forty yards instead of having to defend sixty or seventy, and that's not fair to them. But I, I, I have a hard time, I, I have a hard time going uh, taking the Chicago Bears as a Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, the opposite. I'm, I have a hard time taking the Dallas Cowboys as
1: a road favorite. Yeah, I'm with you on that too, man. And uh, this is this is a classic, Kev. This is a classic, classic stay away game for me. I want no parts of this game, man. I'm actually mad. I got to, you, know, you know, I play that Pick'em League. I've been saying it to the listeners for the whole season now, and it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. You know, like I said, three weeks of regular season football left, and um, – I really, this is a tough one, man. I mean, how, how how much harder can it get? Two teams, both 500. Two teams that, I mean, it's weird. Dallas coming off of a, a questionable loss to the Bills in their own house. And the Bears winning a road divisional game, but yet they're the underdog? The number doesn't make sense with the storyline here. You know what I'm saying? That what is the narrative? And like you just said, you got a Bears team that they were struggling at one point, down ten points to David blogue What is what Blau? Whatever. whatever. Oh,
0: they started after watching the um, after watching the, the game on TV. It's Blau, not blogue. I said blogue when we first reviewed him, but it's Blau, like plowing. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, wow. we we did discuss that he looked. You know, very decent for a guy playing against the Bears defense, which may, may or may not have been, you know, um, it might have downgraded throughout the season as good as they were going into last year, but they're still a very good defense. Still, in my mind, the top 10 defense in the league, and he looked solid moving the ball against them without question, throwing deep balls to Kenny Galladay left and right. So,
0: but yeah. let me let me counter you real fast on that though. But think about it, because I was I sat Kenny Galladay last week and I felt I was sick because Prince Mukamara does not give up plays like that. Now after the first quarter, they scored 14 points in the first quarter, right? Now they got Kenny Galladay, and then they hit up Marvin Doe. But then after that, they got six points in three quarters after that. Agreed. They didn't do anything. They quickly caught up. They gave up a few big plays, and the Bears were like, all right, all right. We got to put together. Put together. Get the prizes. Kudos to you. We'll clap for you. But you're not doing anything else for the next three quarters.
1: Yeah, I mean, they made it their adjustments. Um, and I, I, So I, I basically, I wanted to answer your question from before. Um, the Dallas Cowboys going up against the, the Bears here, they are seventh excuse me, eighth against the wide receiver where the Cowboys... Uh, I'm messing up, y'all. I'm sorry. The Bears are seventh. So we got the sixth and seventh team going up against the wide receivers here today. It's going to be a tough day for both sides of the ball there, you know, with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Alan Robinson, uh, Miller, if Taylor Gabriel plays, uh, Jason Witten, well, all the pass catchers here are, are going to have a tough day. Um, you know, I, if I have to... If you're telling me I got to make a play on this game, the first thing that sticks out to me is the under. You know what I mean? I respect Dallas' defense. Uh, they've been playing better, um, not so great last Thursday. But, um, you know, I, I, I just, I can't pick, I really can't pick a side here. Uh, if anything, I think this should be a pick em. There's no way that um, the Bears should be getting three points at home and the Cowboys laying three after, the you know, the debacle, um, against Buffalo but you know that's what that's what that's what football is you know it's it, it, it's just a narrative this doesn't make sense sometimes and you gotta they're making you pick something uh for for betters out there this is a this is a prime example of a toss-up game in my opinion and the, and the fact that it's on primetime tv makes it even worse because they know that when I say they the books know they're going to get action on this game because some people just can't help it uh and I'm not tooting my own horn Kev but I've I've been able to you know, control myself where I don't, I don't have to have action on this game. You know what I mean? Um, And if I, you know, we discuss it throughout the season. If I want to put something in on it, I will throw an entertainment bet on the under. That's something I'm looking at. Uh, I'm going to do some more research onto it. I have a few trends that we'll close out with, but you know what I mean? Um, Aside from that, I I really don't have a side here. I'm interested to see who comes out because I did discuss with you uh, both, by the way, both of these teams. Have exactly a week of rest. They both played on Thanksgiving, and now they're playing a week later. So I think the NFL got a schedule, um, a scheduling spot right for once. Uh, you know, giving these teams a, an exact week break because any other two teams playing would have been playing on a short week or something like that. Or you know, if uh, one played another team, one would be on a short week. One would have a week rest. So they, I think they did it right having these two teams play, considering they both played at, on Thanksgiving as well. But. Let's jump to the fantasy side of things here, Kev. First off, do you have anybody going in any of these games tonight? And then if you do not, let's go down the line of the the, the key players to uh, help out the listeners with their fantasy lineups and see if there's anybody on both of these two teams that they should be playing, sitting, cause for concern, X, Y, Z. Well, the best part for me is I have Allen Robinson playing
0: in this game, but well, the best and worst part. One one league where I have Allen Robinson, which is our big boy league. Uh, I didn't make the playoffs. I was seven and six. Uh, visited by the skin of my teeth, I needed somebody to lose, and they put up a nice win. So uh kudos to you, Pat. Good win, man. I hope you do well. Shout um, out to Pat. I-, I want I want Vinny Gombat taken down in the big boy league. He can't go. He can't. <laughs> he can't repeat us. He can't repeat us. I can't have
1: it. I'm public enemy number one, listeners. Everybody wants me to go down. I- I've become I've become what I hate. I'm I'm like I'm the Patriots. Is it safe? <laughs> to, is it safe to say that? I am.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't believe you compared yourself to the
1: Patriots. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm a dynasty, right? We've been, we the league's been alive for for three years. I I've won two in a row, so I'm a dynasty. Correct.
0: Uh, that that would be i can't deny that is, as a, if you win three uh, like two in a row is not a dynasty three it's very hard to throw win three championships in a row i don't care if you play playing fantasy bat you're playing basketball no matter what you're in winning three championships is hard no matter what league you're in
1: yeah and I, I you know i am I'm, I'm not you know the joke i've been making uh behind closed doors so uh i'm not i'm not optimistic about my uh my path to success again uh, although I did get uh, a, f- a first round bye, so I'm sitting there waiting in the wings, licking my chops uh, for the next opponent there. But um, so yes, let's let's talk about your your other leagues and if you have any other matchups.
0: So and I also have Allen Robinson in the uh, in our listener league uh, through the, the first group podcast yes. listener league. But I also but I also have a first round by there. So right now he's not he's not significant to any of my teams at this point. Which was what what which was my hope when I picked him up that if I did get a buy in one he would, we would be able to skip Dallas and then he goes into having a better into a, a better matchup the week after but he has been on fire the last two I got to give you a shout me. out
1: there my bad I want to cut you off I want to give you a shout out there uh, Kev locking up the buy in the uh, listener league for the first ever first pick pod listener league. Um, representing for one of the two of us. Because if we both didn't make the playoffs in that listener league, uh, that kind of would have been shameful. We're supposed to be, you know, uh, quote-unquote fantasy experts, and we didn't even make the playoffs in our first, you know, fantasy league. So I appreciate you, you know, holding down the first pick pod and uh, representing for one of the two of us because I felt short. I felt way, <laughs> way short of the playoffs in that one. So uh, I wanted to give you give you kudos for that.
0: Uh, even so, I think we did pretty well. You made it in well. You made it in two out of four leagues. I made it in three out of five total. So I think I think we did okay, though, man. But the overall fantasy view from from this game, though, I, I can't. I get to the point in the league of fantasy where I'm not sitting anybody, man. You gotta play. You gotta play the tough teams. You gotta play the teams. Now ESPN has a little has a little ticker next to guys' names. Whether it's red, if you're red. You have a tough. You know, you have yourself a tough matchup, or you have Green if it's an easier matchup. Uh, I guess it depends if the players are on, like, equal ground. Because right now, I'm a little iffy on whether I'm going to play Miles Sanders. Am I going to play Jamison Crowder as a flex guy? I I, I don't know what what I'm going to do yet in some of those areas as far as making a change. But in this game, I'm starting Amari Cooper. Of course you're going to start, Zeke. That's not even a question. Um, If you have a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, Maybe I will go with that guy. I feel like the quarterback is one of the easiest places to make a change if you're one of those people who keeps two. I keep two. I know Vince is a, uh, I know you like to just keep one after, you know, after you kind of settle into what's going on. After my bye I week. Keep two for that. Right, right. So, and I have Lamar Jackson. I have Carson Wentz. But in this this game, I'm starting everybody, man. And if I can stay away from Mitch Trubisky, I will. But he had 29 points. Pat started him this week. uh, Last week, he had 29 points for him. He came through big.
1: Season season high total, yeah. You know, and that's what it's about, people. You know, picking the right spots. Uh, We all knew the Detroit Lions defense. Excuse me. Uh, I gave them too much respect there. The Detroit Kitty Cats, uh, their defense has been... (laughs) Has been atrocious uh, the last six, seven weeks. So um, you know it, he picked a good spot to get to get it done with Mitch Trubisky. And um, you know I even I even took the Mitch Bum tag off him for that day because uh, he he you know he did the thing, man. Dropping twenty nine points that's that's big. So um,
0: and also and Montgomery had a decent game too. What he had sixteen last week in he fantasy. Did. He did. He was yeah. open, You know so.
1: I think um I think for most players out there uh, I have one league where I do not have a first round buy so uh I, I have you know I'm I'm, get, I'm I'm getting my lineup ready for this week I think I finished as the third seed um and uh, I don't have anybody tonight and I'm not playing against anybody tonight so I I, I like that man I I always I, I'm not a fan of the Thursday night game for fantasy unless it's like a a superstar player you know what I mean but like you said. This is going to be a tough matchup for both sides of the ball. You know, every player in this game is not going to have an easy matchup, whether you're, you know, the running backs for the for, for the Bears, Zeke, all the way down to the tight end, the, you know, and both defenses. I wouldn't even, if I had Dallas' defense and there wasn't a better defense available with a better matchup, I would not be afraid to start Dallas's defense in this situation. How would you feel about that? I think Dallas is
0: one of the best start, They're a top five start as far as defenses this week, in my opinion. I agree. Versus Mitch, I don't know. I feel like I, Mitch, yes, yeah, they had a big week. It's why I wanted I've been telling people for weeks that how bad I wanted Allen Robinson. is because I knew he had to play Detroit twice, and he showed me why I should have taken him. And also, that helped out Mitch Trubisky when you're playing a bum defense. But I think he, he may struggle versus this Dallas defense, man. They're not bad.
1: Yeah, they're, uh, right now they're ranked 17th in uh, defense, uh, according to ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Only thing that kind of causes concern for me with the Dallas defenses. They've only had one defensive touchdown all year, and... Um, Sometimes I look at that as the, as, as the due factor or the law of averages, like it's coming soon. We know Mitch is good for a turnover. It's coming somewhere. You know, it's just, can Dallas turn that turnover into a touchdown? And depending on where that turnover takes place, obviously, if it's on the opposite side of the 50, it's a lot easier to get, you know, into the end zone depending on where you are. So I, I think Dallas defense is a great start here. And obviously, the Bears defense at home as well is, is a, a great start you know Dallas's offense has not been tearing it up I mean let's look at their their scores over the last two weeks here um last last Thursday on Thanksgiving only putting up 15 points against the Bills the week before that Patriots nine points and then uh against the Lions we know excuse me Kitty Cats 35 points there but the last two weeks they've been struggling so I don't know man you know, with Jason Garrett's uh, job on the line, you could say he's—I don't think he's getting canned this year because of the position they're in in the division. But you know, I, a part of me says I'm—I I'm, could see the Cowboys breaking out offensively here. But when I when I see Garrett's play call in the last two three weeks, man, I I, I don't know how in my right mind I could see that where points come out.
0: I agree, and then think about it. And if you think about it, Dallas has had a really tough. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have not given up more than twenty-four points this year. So you know, and neither have, and the Patriots haven't given up more than fourteen. The only two teams they've given up more than fourteen points to was the Sean Watson and Lamar Jackson, who are two of the best quarterbacks in the league at this point in time. Even though they do it in two different ways, so as much as I think that. Uh, Jason Garrett is the problem. I still think they've had some really tough defenses, and they're still playing against the Bears' defense. Like I said, they Detroit surprised them in the first quarter. David Blough surprised them, but then after after that second, third quarter, they gave up two field goals. That's it. So they tightened up real fast. So we'll see what happens uh, as far as uh, you know, as far as the game goes, of course. But I I don't, I don't know, and Dallas is just too talented to be looking the way that they look. So I do think it's time for Jason Garrett to go. He's been there too long. Um, I think Jerry Jones has his hands too much on everything in a way, but I, they do—they have too much talent to not be winning games, to not have. They could have clinched this this, this division three weeks ago, but they, they have not done that yet. I have one more question for you. Talk if you me. had to go in this game and you had a choice between Tyree Cohen and David Montgomery, who are you going with?
1: Oof. I mean, yeah. I I like I like a running back more than I like a pass catcher, but I mean, and that's just a preference. However, in fantasy, with playing PPR, because I don't play anything that's not PPR, that's just non-existent in, in my opinion. Um, I would I would have to go Tyree Cohen because he is the pass catcher of the two, and um, you know, a lot of people don't understand what that rookie wall is. You know, this is like the end of the college football season right now. This is the last game of the week for college football for most teams. Uh, this is their, their championship game. Maybe they play a bowl game. Maybe they're in the playoff. We don't know. But there's about a game or two left. The rookies are going to start hitting their rookie wall. And I could definitely see that with David Montgomery. It's about to get really cold. Um, uh, give me Tyreek Cohen.
0: Okay. Okay. That was, I think that's the only questionable player, uh, two questionable players going into this game. Other than that, you start everybody. If you have Michael Gallup, I'd play him. If you had Amari Cooper, I'd play him. If you had Zeke, I, that's not even a question. Like, like yeah. let's, let's move on. If you have Alan Robinson, I'm still playing him. You know, yeah. that, that's where I'm going with all of these guys. The only guys I think are questionable are the quarterbacks, and if you, that's for you to assess and see if you have better matchups. If you have a better matchup, take it.
1: And um, there are maybe two guys on the fringe. What are you doing with the recent emergence of Anthony Miller and the recent better play of Randall Cobb? Uh, are you starting him in uh, if if you if you have those two guys on your rosters?
0: I, I yes. Well, I, I'm only going to say yes if I don't have a better player. I Like I feel like there's there's so many different ways to look at fantasy. You could play a guy just because of a matchup. Because if I was anybody, if there is a player, if I have a receiver who's playing in Detroit Lions, there's no way in which if I have a receiver and they're playing the Lions, I'm not playing them. Like they, I will figure out how to make sure they're in my lineup. But as far as those guys are concerned, I, like he, he Anthony Miller seems to have a nice connection with uh, with. Uh, with Mitch going on with him, but I think that's that I think Anthony Miller is more of a product playing the Lions like he did last week. I would be more likely to go with Randall Cobb because he was doing he had some of those games against really good competition where the competition was taking Amari Cooper out of the game. The really good competition was taking Michael Gallup out of the game, which left him and Witten with all the leftover catches. So if I have to pick a side, I'm taking Randall Cobb.
1: Yeah, and let's not forget, you know, that Randall Cobb played for the Green Bay Packers uh, the majority of his career, and so he's played at Soldier Field before. He knows the environment there, and I think those things matter, man. I I remember, you know, I played basketball and football in high school, and, uh, you know, sometimes when you go to a stadium, I know it sounds funny, uh, you know, I've been, oh, I've been here before. Yeah, this is my favorite toilet bowl right here. You know what I mean? That's my pregame toilet bowl. So, yeah, there's a level of comfort there. I, uh, I although I'm on the other side though Kev, I think if you know if you're in the playoffs I, I'm not gonna let my playoffs ride on Anthony Miller or Randall Cobb on a Thursday unless I am completely depleted at the wide receiver position um you know you might have someone like I for, for this I'm a perfect example in my one league that I'm in the playoffs I have Julio Jones um, I don't know if he's gonna play on Sunday. But I also, you know, I'm not going to put myself in a position on Thursday to start one of those two players where they might get eight points and then come Sunday, Julio's like, I'm ready to go. And now I got a guy in a slot that I really didn't need to use uh, only because it's Thursday. Had these two teams being played on Sunday, I definitely think Anthony Miller or Randall Cobb is a decision that um, that wouldn't be as questionable as it is now on a Thursday. Uh, I, You know... A couple weeks ago, Kev, I was able to squeak by, uh, but I I talked about Zach Pascal starting him on Thursday night against the the Texans, and he got me a Dunkin' Donut. And what did I say to you? When in doubt, leave him out. And I went against my theory, so um, I got to stick with it because if I would have did that, uh, I mean, I did still win the game, and I still got a high score, but it would have looked a little bit more prettier instead of having that guy with a donut on there. Well, Kev, I mean, I I don't really have much else in this game Give me, give me a side and give me a total, or pick one of the two if you had to. Where, where are you going in this game tonight?
0: Um, just based on the thing that scares me about this game is that Dallas is always so talented. They could go for a forty burger at any time based on their talent on the team, and if Jason Garrett gets the right the right script going for his squad, which he doesn't do quite often, but. Given everything that we've spoken about, I'm taking the Bears. They're at home. They're getting points at home, which means we're also trusting Mitch against that Dallas defense. Man, that's rough. I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears at home if you're going to put me in the situation. And I do like, I'm going to ride your coattails on the under. I agree.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I am not picking a side on this game. But um, in my pick'em league, I'm going to go with the Bears and, and the three points I don't think three points is enough for Mitch. I think anytime Mitch Bum gets on the field, he's an automatic three points. Him himself is an automatic three points. So if they were like a, if the Bears were like a twelve point favorite, knock down three because of Mitch Bum. You know what I mean? So that's my theory there. But I, I, I can't lay three points with the Cowboys, man, on the road in, in Chicago in December. I mean, I, I know the Bears aren't going to make the playoffs, but the Bears don't know that. You know what I mean, and and they're gonna try to play, um, but I, I do like the under. I am gonna look and do a little bit more homework there, but that's my heavy lean. Um, if you got if you don't have anything else, Kev, I, I'll close out with, with a couple. I don't have many trends. I think I got about one or two, but uh, that's 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 all I got. And then uh, we'll close it out with that.
0: Go ahead, hit up any trends, bro.
1: Uh, with Cowboys, unders are twenty six and thirteen on the road since twenty fifteen. However. However, the over in the last seven games versus the NFC North is seven and zero for the Dallas Cowboys. So that right there kind of makes me want to pump the brakes on the under a little bit. Um, and then as far as the Bears go, I have um, I don't have any trends for the Bears. That's it. So um, yeah, I got I got conflicting trends for an under and an over. I got nothing on the side, y'all. This is a game where I want no parts of. I'm watching it. I got no fantasy action. And uh, I got a a couple buddies that are Cowboys fans, so I'll be pulling for them. My brother-in-law is a Bears fan, so I'll be pulling for him. I don't care who wins this game. I just want to see good football. You got anything else, Kev?
0: I'm good. I, I'm with you. I'm looking forward to watching tomorrow night. Uh, given all the news that I had with the baby and everything coming, I have to be up super early Friday, but I'm going to do my best to try to at least watch the first half. So we'll see what happens. But I'm with you. I'm looking forward to a good game. And let's close this out, Vinny Goombach.
1: Uh, you guys know the deal. Closing out with the spiel. I'm your boy, Vinny Goombach. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And you're listening to the First Pick Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The First Pick Pod. This is the Week 14 kickoff Thursday night preview. Cowboys at Bears. Big Kev, tell them where they can find you, tell them where they can listen and close us out.
0: At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and Google Music. Please rate, review, and share. We appreciate y'all for our hardcores out there. We love you guys. We appreciate it. We're going to continue to give it to you. However we feel like we can get it to you, we will, like we're doing today. So we appreciate you.